So as you probably know, um, Kobe Bryant and his 13-year-old daughter and seven other people died in a helicopter crash in California uh, yesterday on Sunday. So at this time, if we could uh, direct our prayers to um, the repose of Kobe Bryant's soul and his daughter and the other people who, who perished in the crash and also pray for his family for strength and for peace and healing because undoubtedly uh, this is a really difficult time for them, a, a time where they're probably suffering immensely. Um, so there's just three things about, about this event that I want to talk about. Uh, first, um, you know, this reminds us that no matter, you know, how much money we have, how big our house is, how expensive or how fast our car is, you know, and all these things, and no matter what, um, from dust we were made and to dust we shall return, right? You know, um, soon it'll be Ash Wednesday. That'll be February 26th this year, 2020. And when you go up for ashes, the priest has a choice of what to say. One, one of the options is repent and believe in the gospel. And the other option the, the, uh, that the priest can choose when you receive ashes is remember that you are dust and to dust you shall return. And I think this is just a good reminder that um, not to denigrate in any way Kobe Bryant or any person who's wealthy to say like, ha ha, you know, you have money, but look, you, you die just like the rest of us. No, that's not what we're saying. We look at this as actually unity. This is unity in the human family. Um, I live in Florida. Kobe Bryant lived in California. Um, you know, I don't make nearly as much money as he made, and I will my entire lifetime will probably make less than he makes uh, or in a month. But um, but still, we're united as as human beings. You know, we come, we're made in God's image um, and likeness, so we have that divine spark within all of us. So we start from the same thing, from a sperm cell and an egg, and we're. When we're conceived, we become eternal. We were given an eternal soul. So we all start the same way. And we all leave the same way. We all die. And so we all are united as a human family in that way. And it just helps us remember, too, how Jesus united himself to us in death also. And there's language about this in the rite of baptism, about um, being united to Christ in, in death, burial, and resurrection. And when we talk about death, it, could, it can sound morbid. But I look at it here as death is actually a uniting principle, that we're all united as human beings, and we're all united to Christ, who is willing to die for us on the cross. So that's the first thing I wanted to talk about, is just ashes to ashes, dust to dust. Um, the other item I wanted to talk about was about the journey, you know, the hero's or the saint's journey. Um, heroes will fall sometimes on their way. And if you remember back in 2003, um, Kobe Bryant was accused and arrested um, for sexual assault, and he was eventually, those charges were dropped. But he talked about it afterwards and talked about how it was a very low time, a dark time in his life, but that how, you know, he overcame that. Um, he saw, in one of his comments I read, he said he saw how Though he believed the the it was consensual um, between him and the woman, um, but he could see how she might not feel that way. Um, but he went and talked to a priest, and and um, it just shows us that even though we hit dark patches in life and very difficult circumstances, 
um, that we can overcome those, we can transcend those uh, through, through faith, through our faith in God. So I, I think it's important to look at the journey, the hero's journey or the saint's journey, where the, the saint can fall, but the saint gets back up again with God's help and with God's grace, and then the saint can continue the journey and complete the journey. And from everything I could see, I mean, Kobe Bryant was living a great life. Um, you know, up until the end of his life, he was spending time with his kids. He was known to go to daily mass. Uh, I don't know if he went to daily mass every day, but there's stories out there with people who had seen him at mass, you know, in, in the morning on a weekday. Um, and he came back to his Catholic faith from this, this fall he had, um, this dark period in his life when he was arrested and accused of a crime. So just keep in mind that the journey, we may hit really difficult times in the journey, but there's always hope for redemption, for repentance, and to continue on the journey and then complete the journey set before us. And the last part, which is related, to, the third part I wanted to talk about related to uh, the journey is that that Kobe Bryant said he overcame this dark period in his life. He talked to a priest and he doesn't say he confessed for the sin. He actually talks about the conversation he had with the priest and the priest asked him, did you do it? And he said, no, of course not. And the priest said, do you have a good lawyer? And he said, yeah, I have a great lawyer. He's awesome. And the priest said, okay, well then don't worry about it. This is out of your control. Just continue on and go forward. And there's nothing you can do at this point. You have legal representation. You didn't do it. Now go forward. So that, that doesn't, that conversation was not necessarily confession, um, the sacrament of confession. But I think it's important to recognize the role of the sacraments in our life. So, you know, a lot of times we look at the Mass on Sunday or the Eucharist, people can look at it as, oh, you know, I got to get up and go to Mass and I don't want to go and I'm too busy and I'm tired or I just want to watch Netflix or, you know, surf the internet and it's my weekend and I work hard during the week and why do I have to be there? God should understand and all the, all the things that go through people's minds for, as reasons not to go to Mass. And it's like, this is a gift. That would be like on Christmas morning, waking up and being like, do I really need to go downstairs and open up these gifts and look at all the presents under the tree and give presents to my family and my kids and my wife and, you know, and then receive presents. Do I really need to do this? And like, that's, that's basically an equivalent of what we do when we talk about the mass, when we talk about Eucharist that way. This is a gift. This is God breaking through into our world, um, and, and sharing himself with us, giving us an opportunity to commune with him and with each other in the Mass together, to worship together and receive communion together and receive his grace. So, but, but the other sacrament, other than the Mass, that people resist the most is, is probably reconciliation or confession. And they view this as, you know, why do I need to go talk to a priest and why, why, why? You know, I can just confess my sins to God and talk to God and I'm not going to argue with you that God's mercy, if that's what your argument is, that his mercy is deeper than the deepest ocean. His mercy is greater than any sin, the greatest sin we can commit. His mercy is infinitely greater. But you ha we have to ask for mercy. We have to ask for forgiveness. We have to do something. We're physical beings. We're, we're flesh and we're spirit. And so we have to do something within this physical world that we live in to show that we're repenting for our sins. And so this story of Kobe Bryant, you know, 
go in and talk to his priest in the darkest time he experienced in his life uh, just made me think of the sacraments and the gift of the sacraments and how sometimes we treat those gifts not as gifts but as kind of like obligations that are just you know interfering with our life and I think that's just the wrong way to look at them. So those are the three things I wanted to talk about. Ashes to ashes, dust to dust. Um, the journey, the fall, and redemption. And also the beauty of the sacraments, which are gifts. And which we should, we should always remember if we ever feel like we don't want to receive the sacraments. Um, that remember that they're given to us as a gift, not as a drag, something to drag us down and force us to, to comply with something. These are given to us for our own good for to re, in their ways that we can receive God's grace.